Buenos dias from San Gervasi. This is the Rorschach Spain update on the 20th of October, 2022. Quick summary of what's going down in Spain. Kicking off this week, the 2023 government spending budget includes proposals to increase pension payouts for all recipients to match the Consumer Price Index, or CPI, which has people worried about increased future payout obligations if the state will be able to afford them. So, on Monday the 17th, the General State Budget Committee, the governor of the Bank of Spain, Pablo Hernández de Cos, requested an income pact for both the public and private sectors. The income pact will automatically index minimum pensions, but not the highest ones, by the CPI, which will put less pressure on public spending. For 38% of the pensioner population who receives less than 800 euros a month, this could mean an annual increase of 11% instead of 8%, as laid out in the general state budget plan. For those who receive between 800 and 1,400 euros per month, the reevaluation would range between 3 and a bit over 10%. And for those receiving more than 1,400 euros per month, a maximum 3% increase would be in place. The highest bracket is where the government would save the most money. The unified 8% is scrapped. Those in the highest bracket will not benefit significantly from increased payouts per CPI going into 2023, but theoretically could be compensated if the economic situation normalizes. Speaking of pension reform, in a Viente Minutos interview, economist José Ignacio Conde Ruiz said that he believed, quote, the system has to adapt to the new demographic society, end quote. According to Manuel Díaz Mendoza, he has published the new pension reform proposal, which aims to release the burden of public debt for future generations and expresses the need to focus not only on pensioners, but also on education, climate change, and policies to help the Spanish economy grow. As he says, They only ask that pensioners who receive more benefits postpone their increase, which could save the Spanish budget a bunch of money in the long term. This week, the European Central Bank is less than happy with the Spanish president, Pedro Sanchez, as his temporary proposals to introduce a windfall bank tax clash with European standards and could weaken the banking sector. Sanchez is is looking to introduce a higher tax rate on bank profits as part of the general state budget, according to the chief executive of Caixa Bank, Gonzalo. Gortazar, this temporary measure on big lenders could be dangerous as banks are still recovering from a long period of low returns. Poor banks. Skeptics are concerned that a bank tax could be against EU regulations as the profits from these taxes will be used for general state budget concerns, not kept aside for any potential bank crashes. Sanchez, however, is adamant, saying we need to have more tax justice to have more social justice. With the Spanish general election just over a year away, current predictions still see the Socialist Party getting more votes than any other, specifically over the People's Party in opposition. In a survey conducted this Monday, the 17th, by El Centro de Investigaciones Sociológicas, or CIS, the predicted outcome of the 2023 elections will see the Socialists win with just over 30% of the votes. People's Party would come in second, and United We Can, or Unidas Podemos, would end up third with a bit over 10% of the votes. CIS found in Monday's prediction that the Nationalist Party, Vox, could suffer a sharp drop with votes almost 9% compared to the 10% predicted in CIS's last survey carried out in September. Ciudadanos is predicted to achieve 3% following its downward support trend. Moving on, there's more news this week about Spanish gas and oil giant Repsol as their transformation to a greener course of action 
sees the acquisition of Acteco, a waste and recycling company. Repsol aims to recycle the equivalent of 20% of its polyolefin production by 2030. Polyolefins are types of durable, heat-resistant, and non-toxic thermoplastics used for plastic shopping bags, food packing, and many daily household items. So in order to obtain this recycling goal, Repsol has recently acquired a 27% stake in Octeco, a firm that specializes in collection management, recycling, and recovery of waste throughout Spain. On that note about gas, dozens of ships loaded with liquefied natural gas, or LNG, are floating off the coast of Spain, unable to move or unload. The LNG cargoes cannot be offloaded because regasification plants are struggling to keep up with the heavy load and are already operating at their maximum capacity. So for now, Around 35 LNG vessels are drifting around the Mediterranean coast, waiting for storage space at one of the country's six terminals. Next up, train discounts will continue until the end of 2023 on state-owned medium-distance, close-distance, or cercanías and rodalies service. City metro services will still be excluded as regional governments own them. Train discounts, or Abonos were supposed to finish in December of this year. However, they will extend to see if the financial and environmental impacts remain. And as it stands, discounts will be reevaluated in December 2023. According to the government, the main goal of extending the abonos is to prioritize public transport over private vehicles to get more people commuting via public transportation with the added benefit of saving people money. In other news, things were shaking up at the top of a media company, Mediaset España, this week as CEO Paolo Vasile is set to leave in the coming months. Mediaset España is known for its management of various audio, television, cinema, radio companies that produce entertainment across the country. Vasile has agreed in a mutual agreement with Media for Europe, holding group that owns almost 80% of Mediaset España, to leave his position as CEO over the next couple of months. He recently stated that the step-down was planned and agreed upon for many months and that his withdrawal is unrelated to the decrease in popularity of Mediaset España. Vasile later remarked that his time with the company has been unique and extraordinary, as I'm sure will be his increased time with family. Now, for a change of pace, let's move on to football. On Monday the 17th, Real Madrid forward striker Karim Benzema won the acclaimed 2022 Ballon d'Or Award in Paris after being close to winning last year. The annual award ceremony presented by French news magazine France Football crowned Benzema as number one best player. Moving on, chorizo, black sausage, or morcilla, and salami, or salchichon, are being recalled after products made by Chacinas El Bosque, Hermanos Gomez Jiménez de Villamartín, and Gourmet del Sur were tested for traces of Listeria, batch number 150922, with a best before date of Wednesday, the 15th of March, 2023, is being recalled, and the products are no longer being sold due to lab testing where Listeria was found. The recall was announced by the Spanish Agency for Food Safety and Nutrition at the beginning of October, and consumers with these products being told to return them to the point of sale. Close this show back in 2018, Anne Hidalgo, the mayor of Paris, described Pontevedra, a city of northwest Spain, as a visionary project because of its pedestrianized streets and lack of cars. About 20 years ago, Pontevedra was a city, quote, with no future. Vehicles taking over space, traffic accidents, noise and pollution. Still, before the situation worsened, 
the city decided to change and create a safe haven for residents. Now it's a completely different space, according to a recent article by resident and Irish journalist Brendan Boyle. Cars are sparse, the historical center is pedestrianized, on-street parking is gone, traffic is redirected, parking lots serving commuters are on the outskirts, local businesses seem to be thriving and residents are happier than ever. There are so-called no-go zones and all neighborhoods have the same level of public services according to the local mayor. Fact, in 2020, European Commission awarded Pontevedra the first ever urban road safety prize for zero traffic-related accidents. Want to know more about Spain's most livable city? Check the show notes. And that's it for this week. I'm thinking about having some special conversations, like interviews, but less interviewee, about Spain with knowledgeable, interesting people. We're looking for volunteers to conduct the conversations. We'll do the organizing and editing. We just need somebody to hold the conversations. Interested? Write to us at spain at rorschach.com and let's explore possibilities. Hasta la próxima.